Yes, yes, what's happening, people? Welcome to another episode of Hustle Smart. That's it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today we have a real special guest. I mean, what's going on? on? Uh, we got Josh Bright here. The infamous. Here. The infamous. Ah, the kid the f- who is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you're too kind. You're too kind. You're too kind. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for coming, yeah, man. man. Thank it's a you. Pleasure. Um, so yeah, just for for our listeners, we just want to kind of. Like I know, I know, I know your story. Most people mm. might know your story as well. Mm. But for those who don't know, could you just tell us your story? Like, don't be humble about it. Uh, Let us know about you and what you've done because there's a lot to it as well. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Um, so yeah, as Shibomi's already mentioned, my name's Josh Bright. Um, currently I'm an investment banking uh, vice president. Um, I work within um, an area called debt capital markets. So I basically help um, corporates and financial institutions raise uh, money in the, in the public market. So we're talking, you know, millions, like 500 million, billions um, of, of money at, you know, any one time. Um, kind of my backstory, and I know this is what <laughs> he wants me to kind of get into. Let's get to it. Mm. Let's get to it. So Wait, wait, before before we get onto that, yeah. can you just tell, tell our listeners kind of what a typical day is like yeah sure cool so i wake up 5 30 6 o'clock mm. um if i'm going into the office um obviously a lot later when i'm working from home uh i kind of get to my desk so whether i'm at home or in the office by 20 past seven uh we have a trader's call in the morning um, so we kind of hear from, you know, ourselves and our trading desks as to what's going on in the markets. Just a quick brief overview. Mm. That runs for about half an hour. Then we get into the day. So if I've got um, deals that, you know, I'll be running, um, I'll have, we'll have the cl- uh, the client call in the morning around 8, 8.15. Basically, are we going to go? Are we not going to go? Um, if they go, then we start the deal. We launch the deal in the market, speak to investors constantly. That process will continue for a number of hours um, mm. and hopefully the deal goes well. We'll be constantly having conversations with, you know, the issuer, with our salespeople, um, with um, investors as well, just to get some feedback and some more color um, so that, you know, we can kind of make the right and appropriate decisions to move the trade forward. Come to about three, four o'clock, we'll price the deal. Um, so that essentially means like basically locking in all the documentation, make sure everything makes sense and it's all kind of signed off and checked by the other banks that are on the trade as well. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of do like all the admin stuff. So, you know, we'll be covering like a different, a number of clients. So, um, I focus on corporates mainly, um, across the UK, Europe, um, and I have some coverage in the US as well. Um, so... What that basically means is that, you know, someone could come to me and be like, I need to, you know, understand how much McDonald's or Mondelez or whoever it may be can raise in the markets, mm-hmm. how much will cost them, give me a breakdown across a number of different years. Um, so we're talking about bonds here, which work similar to loans, essentially. So you know how a loan is, you've got like a nine-year loan, for example, you pay an interest rate on top. I'm basically telling, you know, the issuer how much, is that interest rate you're going to be paying 
whether you do it off, off a five-year loan, five-year bond, 10-year bonds, 20 years, and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, so I'll obviously have all my pricings to do. Then beginning of the day, end of the day, I send out like a market comment market comment to um, our salespeople, um, our coverage bankers, um, and basically, you know, our senior management as well. Um, so I do that. And basically that tells, in the morning we say what deals are out there and kind of the news in brief. End of the day, it's, you know, a snapshot of, you know, how the deals are performed mm. um, and any other interesting color that we received throughout the course of the day. Um, so I end my day, this week's been crazy. Like, I think every day, bar Friday, I finished at like half nine, ten. And that's starting from, you know, 7.30 in the morning. Mm. So, and it's not like I'm like, you know, like chilling, chilling or like, yes, yeah, yeah, taking breaks. I'm literally at my desk. Mm. So, yeah, it's been busy, but it's good to be busy, right? Mm. Um, and, and you know, this is the time to be busy. I'm young, I'm fit, I'm, yeah. I'm healthy, right? So, mm. this is the time where, you, you know, you want to try and make advantage and make a name for yourself. Yeah, so, for sure. so, yeah, so that's kind of what a typical day um, looks like for me. Um, but you see with... With like your job role, um, is it mostly learned on the job, or you kind of need a kind of some training behind? Can that like the whole mic cross? Can I just come in, get the opportunity, and yeah. run with it and do exactly what you're doing, or do I need that specific knowledge or specific qualification? Yeah, to be honest, it's a it's a it's an interesting one, right? And I think it depends on your level. Mm. So um, obviously, I'm not coming in as a as a junior. Yeah, um, I'm coming in quite you know the most senior, but I'm coming in kind of mid to senior mm. level, right? So there is an expectation mm-hmm. um, that you would have either done the role before mm. or you have some sort of technical knowledge okay. to enable you to do the role. When you're coming in as a junior, you know, no one expects you to, well, in some institutions, I would say, no one really expects you to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it would help if you have some sort of technical background, whether that's, you know, economics degree, an internship, you could have studied whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if you've done an internship, then you kind of have yeah. an idea as to, mm-hmm. you know, how it would be, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Um, but there's no set expectation. I think a lot of what we learn or what we do, you can learn on a job. I think, you know, um, many people have said to me that, you know, going to uni, it just shows you have the ability to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show you have the ability to perform a certain job. Yeah, cool. um, so... Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, as I, as, as, as I, you know, to, to in a nutshell, I think, yeah, definitely you can learn on a job um, at a, you know, a more s- a junior level. Mm. It gets a lot harder. Yeah. Um, it's not impossible to do it um, the more senior you get, but you have a more of a steeper learning curve. Yeah, definitely. Um, because you have to get up to speed, but then you have to get up to speed as if you've been doing that job for like five, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine years. Mm. So there's kind of that balance and that's why it's a lot harder for you to kind of move into a certain, you know, certain other areas once you've been in a role for a certain amount of time just because you may have an unfair um, disadvantage, yeah. um, you know, starting, you know, four or five years in because there's people that have done it for, you know, four or five years mm-hmm. um, prior, to, prior to you. So, um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it just depends on the level really. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. And yeah, so just for the backstory. Yeah, I tried to get away from yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. You can't because really and truly, like, yeah, to be honest, it has to come from your mom. No, I don't even want to do you a disservice. So yeah, um, yeah, we, we want to hear all about it. Man. Cool. So um, I grew up in Hackney. Um, 
spent the first, what, 17, 18 years of my life in Hackney, London Fields. Um, and when I was five years old, um, I sat my first GCSE. Oh. Um, so GCSE in maths. Um, my dad was a maths teacher. So literally, if I wasn't good at maths, I don't know <laughs> what I would have been good at. Um, and then uh, fast forward, I had, what, eight GCSEs at the age of 11. Um, and then after that, uh, started, well, did A-levels um, that period after and then started at Queen Mary University uh, at the age of 14 um, and came out with a first in maths and business finance, maths, business management and finance um, at the age of 17. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was obviously an interesting experience. Like, then the masters, let's not forget. Yeah, let's not forget the masters. Where is you do the masters? It's, it's, it's literally the year after. Jesus. So, did the, yeah, did the masters the year after. Mm. Um, what Got CFA as well now. Um, so, I did that. Well, I just finished that a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've got CFA as well. Um, and obviously, in between that, I started, well, between my third year and my master's, I actually did a, when I did my internship? Yeah, I did an internship at Goldman's. Um, I think it was in my, yeah, end of my third year. Um, I did an internship there in their risk management department. Um, so that was, what, 10 weeks in the summer. Loved it. It was actually really cool. I didn't really know what I wanted to do in banking anyway at the mm. time. It was just... Let me just make some money. Like, I just didn't yeah. really, didn't really know. I just thought any any, any part of the bank, you mm-hmm. will make good money, right? Um, and it's funny because when I had, when I was in uh, Brookhouse, I went to Brookhouse Sixth Room College um, in Hackney, and I was on this Academy of Finance program. And that was the first ever experience I had with banking, like proper experience. Mm. I was given a mentor. I'll never forget him. Um, Duncan Rawson, he worked in risk at HSBC. Um, and... Uh, HPC in Canary Wharf. So I was like, what, 15 at the time. He's taking me to his, like, massive office. Mm, mm. Like, he worked, like, way high on the floor. Like, show me what he does. He showed me, I met his teammates or his colleagues. Um, like, and that was the first experience I had. And I was like, yeah, I want to be in this yeah, environment. Definitely. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Mm. I had no clue. I'll be real. I had no clue. But I was like, this is where I see myself. Yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, I want to work for a bank like mm. HSBC. That's what I said at the time. So everything I geared my, you know, my my academic um, kind of courses, I geared it towards ending up in banking. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was obviously strong in maths. Um, mm-hmm. So that was always going to be my, you know, my major. Um, but I wanted to, you know, obviously get the business management aspect and then also get the finance aspect as well in my, in, in my degree. And it worked out. It was the best experience I had. Like, you know, I really, really enjoyed it. Um... And then, yeah, so did a few years at, at Goldman's. Then I moved to Lloyd's in their capital markets division. And that was my first experience of what I do now. Um, so I was given a, you know, I was there for about three years and six months or about four to five months out of that, you know, that I was given an opportunity to go and work in New York um, on the bond syndicate desks is what mm. I do now. Bonds, I, I work in, you know, debt syndicate right now. Um, and literally it was the best, I say to date, it's the, it was the best kind of, five months mm. from a professional experience but then also from a personal experience I've yeah. literally that was the first time I've ever lived out yeah um, mm. I remember like when, when my mom was dropping me well when I was getting uh, dropped to the um, airport the airport my mom was at home she was just like no like, I'm so sad she was so sad she was mm. crying she was like I was like, in my head, I was thinking, mom, I'm literally going to live my best life for five months. Like, yeah, I'm literally, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're crying because I'm certainly not crying. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, went, went, so I was in like Times, literally lived like five minutes from Times Square. 
all paid for as well. And you're yeah. like, this is like, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity. For sure. um, mm. And that was where my love for kind of, you know, DCM, debt capital markets, um, bond syndicate kind of um, rose from. Um, so yeah, did that five months and came back to London. Um, and then, unfortunately, they didn't have like a like permanent position here. There was just issues and so on and so forth. Moved to UBS. And UBS was a very, very interesting um, part of my career because I moved into a very different area of, of, of banking or finance. I moved into wealth management. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say it's probably the area where I learned the most about myself and kind of what I can do from a technical perspective, but then also from a personal perspective. Mm. Like, I was speaking to hedge fund managers, senior managing directors, entrepreneurs, people that had inherited like inherited money, and I had to tailor my message according to the person I was yeah, speaking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is a very, very difficult skill mm-hmm. um, to be able to, to have because... I remember, like, when I first got in, I was just like, yeah, the markets is doing this, rallies, you know, volatility, this, that, and the other. And my manager listened back. He was like, mate, like, the woman had no clue yeah, what you're saying. Speak their language. You have to speak yeah. their language. And being able to do that was one of the things that I, you know, was able to obviously amass over the, over, over the two years. And, and I think, you know, for me, it was a very, very important part in my kind of my professional career and mm. my learning curve as well because... We sometimes kind of look at the, the you know, being the, you know, the most technical person on the floor or being the smartest person on the floor, but you need to be the person that can break things down yeah. as well mm. um, and really understand your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll get into Capital Moments as well. And one of the reasons why myself and the rest of the boys set up yeah. um, Capital Moments, but that was one of the very, like, the very important skills that I definitely learned during that time. I was there for, what, was UBS for a couple of years, but I knew I wanted to get back into um, syndicate. Um, that was kind of my passion, mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. And the way I got this job was was crazy because I have a, a, a mentor um, right now. Um, he's a he's a senior managing director. He's a managing director at, um, at City. And he'd been my... And the funny, the way, the way we met was, was weird. Like, guys... Network, like mm-hmm. network, mm. network, like crazy. Like there's no excuses not to network. I'll yeah, say this for, sure. for, for, mm-hmm. for you know, for, as a personal experience myself. But I met him. I met him because there was a role in his team. Um, he was hiring for um, uh, a space on his team um, at JP mm-hmm. um, in in the syndicate syndicate desk. Um, so I just messaged him on LinkedIn. I said, look, you know, this is my story. This is what I'm trying to do. I've seen this role come up. Is it still available? I'd like to, I'd love to have like, you know, a chat about it. And he messaged me back. He said, they've already filled, um, you know, the, the application, but he's still like to meet. And, you know, obviously I, I, we, we met up, we spoke and sometimes you meet people and you're just like, oh, you know, they just meet you for meeting sake. But when someone is genuine mm-hmm. and he took the time to meet me, there was no like potential job offer at the mm-hmm. time. But I saw the value um, in having him as a contact yeah. beyond that, that job opportunity. Was, yeah, for sure. Um, and if we're talking, what, maybe 18 months to two years now since I've known him. It's not like I call him every day. Mm-hmm. But when I do call him, I learn so much from the guy mm-hmm. in the space of 20, 30 minutes that 
I always know I'm going to gain. I'm going to mm-hmm. benefit. Mm. I try to add my my own two cents as well where mm. I can. Definitely. But the guy's been through this market for like what nearly 15, 20 years. Mm. Right? Mm. Um, so there's only so much I can tell him, you know. Um, I can only give him kind of a perspective from someone who's a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we spoke about, I say about what what we know much, six months ago now. Um we had a just we just I just messaged him on 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 WhatsApp. We were talking, um, and he was like, "Oh, Josh, this recruiter's come to me, um, telling me that he's he's got a role going at X Y Z. Would you be interested?" I said, "Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. You know that you know I'd be interested because you know I was trying to see if there was opportunities where he is where he is right now, but mm-hmm. he was quite new and just yeah, it was yeah, long story, but um." Yeah, he he then put me in contact with the with with the recruiter, and it's funny because see these recruiters, they won't give you the time of day. Mm. They won't give you the time of day. Like if you if you cold call, or you yeah, like yeah, say, yeah. oh, I've seen this. They won't give you the time of day. As soon as someone important, yeah. someone senior, position backs you, yeah. your best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Josh, how are you? Yeah, what, well, mate? We spoke like literally two weeks ago. He's told yeah. me, get me. Um and, and yeah, the process was was very, very quick after that, like, you know, I say like a couple of months. Um mm-hmm. but I guess what I wanted to kind of get out of that that part of the story was the importance of the network, mm-hmm. you know, the pro- and the importance of proactivity as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like even when we apply for jobs now, you have to think of it like I'm going up against five thousand other people. How mm-hmm. can I stand up? Mm-hmm. Yes, they may not even reply to a LinkedIn message, they may not reply to an email. But what's the worst? Yeah, there's only that upsides. Can happen? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's only, only upsides. upsides. Yeah. And 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 kind of, what's the word? Sometimes it's it may be an ego thing. Like, oh, yeah. why am I having to do this? Or like, you just have to humble yourself. Yeah, mm. definitely. Because at the end of the day, if you want that opportunity as much as you as mm-hmm. much as you say you do, you're yeah, gonna do anything, anything to get it. Mm. Um, and and yeah, like you know, I've been there a few months now. I'm loving it, man. It's going well. Like, um, it's a great opportunity working with across, you know, across the banking sector as well. So you work with a number of people across banks when you mm-hmm. work on different deals. But then obviously you're working with people in your firm as well that, you know, have tons of experience and mm. you have people that you can, you know, really rely on and, mm-hmm. and really learn from as well. Along mm-hmm. with, you know, mentors in the game that that give you that advice and give you that support as well that, you know, if you have things that you don't necessarily want to go to your manager about, you have someone you can be a sounding board. Mm. Mm. No, for sure. So, for yeah. sure, yeah. Very, very solid, man. And, mm. like, one one thing that I love the most is I think I was reading and, like, I think, like, your mum said, like, just, like, wants to do it, so why don't we push him? Yeah. He's been blessed to do it. And I feel like just a lot of the time we wait for permission or we wait for... We wait to do things traditionally. Mm. For example, like you basically are a disruptor. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like mm. sitting your GCSEs at five years old. Like usually people would wait for you to, okay, let him get to 15, mm. 14. But mm. there's Facts. there's also, like you said, there's, there's no reason because it's this way doesn't mean it has to be this way for everyone. And I feel like that's a real important message that I got. Like you don't actually have, for example, like I, I mentor a young girl who mm. is, 15, she wants to start her own social media agency. And it's like, you don't need to wait till you finish university you to start a business. Like, everything is, is permissionless. You got to give yourself that permission. You don't need to 
wait for anywhere or you don't need to do it the steps everyone else has been doing it like, so bro, I like, really love that so yeah much. like even today like so um I haven't got into this part and we'll probably mm-hmm. get into it later but I run a financial literacy workshop for primary school kids today yeah and one of the one of the kids is probably in year six or year five she said I'm starting a business mm-hmm. and I was like wow like, yeah you know, she's not like, I'm starting, I'm going to start a business in five years' time. She's like, I'm starting a business. It's called XYZ. Yeah. I'm going to put it on this platform and this is what we're going to sell. And I was like, that is determination. Yeah. That's mm. hunger. For sure. You know, at, at that age, yeah. you can, there was another, bro, there was another boy on there. Like, I kid you not, the boy was in year five. Yeah. The boy was in year five. We were talking about, you know, um, I just basically said, oh, these are the types of ways you can, you know, make additional money. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, you could buy a property and rent it out. You could invest. The guy put, raised his hand and said, yeah, um, sir, I, I, I invest with my dad. Um, I, I bought shares in this company. This yeah, company. I was yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're, you're 10, you're mm-hmm. 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 9 years old. Bro, like, it's like the game has changed. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, the game has you don't changed. need to wait for, for anyone to give you permission. Mm. Like, some like of the biggest hunger. companies, some mm-hmm. of the biggest companies are destructors. Mm-hmm. Look at Uber. Mm-hmm. Word. Look at they look at they done to like the black cab industry. Yeah, they, they destructed them, mm. and and to the point where they got you know the black cab guys got you know pissed off and so on and so forth. Yeah. But some of the biggest companies are disruptors. No, definitely. You know? And I think what it is as well is like a lot of people. For example, I was having a phone call yesterday, and someone was saying, "Hey, Shubs, I want to do this. I want to do this. I have everything there, but I just don't know where to start." And I just said you just have to start. There's mm-hmm. there's no sexy code. There's no sexy recipe. No magic word. It's just starting. As you start, you find your way. Facts. Like when we said Alex and I, we said we wanted to start a podcast. Cool. What did we do? We got we built a team. We looked for studios. We started cracking, and we just got a cracking, and we started story. finding out ways in which we can okay how we get the audio on YouTube. You figure out along the way. You don't wait till you have you everything don't. there because it's all all that matters is that first step, and There'll then everything be follows. You, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a endless process of learning. Do you know what I mean? So that that's one thing I really want people to understand that it's not about the right time. There's no such thing as the no. perfect time, or you need to do this first, or you need to have this much. Start with what you have. Start where you are. Um, really and truly. Mm, so, facts. I got I got a question, right? So obviously yeah. you done you done a lot in a short space of time, and also at a very young age as well. Mm. Um, how did that, like, did, did that put pressure on like your social life and with friends as well, and even like even with like, relationships that you just had with certain people? Yeah. yeah, it's funny because I get asked that a lot, and and obviously there's obviously age restrictions on what. You know, I could have done at that time in mm. terms of like going out, clubbing, and I didn't do that. But now I can do it, mm. and 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 to be honest, as you you know, you rightly mentioned, sometimes that can strain friendships, that can strain relationships. But I was lucky; I had friends that understood yeah, the vision, sure. mm. um, and had people around me, support systems that understood the vision, that mm-hmm. understood what you know we were doing and what I was going through. Mm. Um, in terms of pressure, the person that only put, the person that put pressure on me was myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, the pressure I was putting on myself was, I need to be the best. Mm-hmm. I need to get a first. I need to make sure I do well in this internship. I need to make sure I do well in my master's. That was the pressure. And, and like, there'll be times where literally, exam period, bro, you wouldn't hear from me. Mm. Like, my phone, I'd just dash it somewhere. Like, at the time, it was, what, Facebook and, like, MySpace, I think, at the time. I'd literally just deactivate everything. Blackberry ping or whatever mm. it was called at the time. 
deactivated everything, bro. Like, I, I literally ghosted for, like, i say a month. Mm-hmm. And what that did for me was it's helped me because, I mean, to some people it's extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was the way I felt that I was going to give my all. You know, at the, at the same time, the people that were around me understood. Mm. You know, that was the way I dealt with things. That was the way I got into exam mode. That was the way I zoned out. Um, and, you know, my friends were cool with it. Obviously, family's cool with it. I'm staying at home with them so they can see the determination. Mm-hmm. They can see the drive. Mm. Um, and it worked out, you know, by God's grace. Um, and if, if we fast forward now um, to the last, you know, I say like three, four years, I was obviously studying for the CFA. Um, and for those who don't know, CFA is, um, you know, a six-hour exam split, um, three hours, three hours in the morning and the afternoon. Um, but, you know, the recommended revision time is like something crazy, like 200 hours and, mm. or something, something crazy like that anyway. Um, and there's three levels. Um, and you have to sit, it's basically one a year, right? So I was like, I want to try and, you know, just bang these out, you know, mm-hmm. three in three years, right? And all that I'd heard from people before was like, oh, it's long. I did level one. I didn't even do level two and three. It's too hard. But I was like, I'm going to cut all of that mm-hmm. negativity away. I'm gonna, I'm going to go for it. Um, so I'd, I'd do the same thing like people around me be like how are you spending like 10, 11 hours in a library like you're not getting up you're not like you're not like speaking to people on the phone you're just zoned out like mm. how do you do that remember it remember church when you'll be coming with your friends to come and disturb me no I'm joking I'm joking <laughs> but um, yeah like I'd be in the library like Every day, like mm. I was like to myself, I'm gonna give every blood, sweat, and tear that I have for the next two, three, four weeks, so that if I don't pass, I know it's because I just didn't get it. Mm. Like it's just I just didn't understand what I was doing. Yeah. I had nothing else that I could add, no extra value yeah, I could have brought. I left everything on the floor on the yeah. table. Get me on it at that exam. And fortunately, it went well. Um, and I think for me, that sense of self-discipline all stemmed from, you know, the way that my parents raised raised me and my, my sisters. Yeah. Mm. But where does that drive come from, though? Because that's, like, although your parents may obviously help you with that self-discipline and raised you that way, but for you to have that initiative, mm. that determination, that drive, where does that mindset come from, like, how do you also, like, grow that mindset now that you don't ever got, get complacent? Because growing up, you know the high achievers in school, sometimes, like, when they're naturally gifted as well, they could just say, yeah, you know what, this exam, come on, I'm going to ace it, so mm. maybe I'll start revising in two weeks. Yeah. Mm. How does, where does that initiative, where does that drive come from? It's funny because it, it comes from my parents. Mm. Because, like, my parents came from Naj. Mm-hmm. I know what they came here with, mm-hmm. and I know what they have now. Mm-hmm. It's hard work. Yeah, you know, and and having them to keep me grounded, like they always tell me that you can do more, mm. you can do more, mm-hmm. you haven't finished. Don't ever get into yeah. that mindset of yeah. complacency. Definitely mm. having that in the back of your mind, and knowing that you want to make them proud, um, and you know your other, you, like your family proud. Mm. Um, that's where it comes from. That that drive and that determination, like it's. Inst- I personally think. It was installed from a very yeah, early definitely, age. Definitely. Um, but obviously, as you know, life adapts. Um, 
and you know life kind of evolves, you get more inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So misses, my misses, my daughter, my sisters, my you know my cousins, my aunties, my uncles, like just my friends as well. Yeah. Like just mm. just being able to inspire people as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a multifaceted kind of um, level of 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 inspiration that that you know that has definitely yeah. helped me to you know right now. Mm. Um, and will continue as well. Mm. And and you make a good point as well. Like it's very easy to become complacent, mm-hmm. but the minute you become complacent is the minute someone below you jumps. Yeah, for 100%. sure. Because there's people that are fighting to yeah, get to where you definitely, are. Definitely, mm. definitely. And a lot of people don't see that. Like, of course, it's good not to. Like, for example, I was I just did a 50k um run challenge, innit? Mm. And like I done it in nine days. Fact. And. In my head, oh, that that seemed impossible. Yeah. But because of a leaderboard, yeah. I knew I had to get out of bed. Yeah. I had to do 11k yeah. one day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not usually competitive. I'm yeah. very just like I just focus on me. Like yeah. I focus on just get value. Just do your do what your purpose is. Don't yeah. fo- focus on no one else. But I feel like once that competitive nature kicked in, yeah. like I was even saying to my friends, like, listen, we got to do this for the hustle. We got to see right. what everyone's making this month. Yeah. Let's 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 10x it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm, and yeah. I feel like that competitive spirit is so important because healthy, isn't yeah, because healthy competition, mm, right? Because although it's like don't watch anyone else, but this is not to look better than anyone else. It's to perform at your best. Mm. Like you said, knowing that you did everything you can and you left on the floor. 100%. Do you know what I mean? So and I definitely I, feel like you make a very good point there as well. And 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 I think this is also very important. It's about who you keep around you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's definitely oh, about right. who you so keep important. around definitely. you because if you have people that inspire you, then you know you spending that extra time won't be a surprise to them. Mm. It will be a motivator to them mm-hmm. for them to start doing their exams mm-hmm. or for them to start trying to do something different as well. Mm-hmm. You want to keep people around you that you know have the same kind of core values mm-hmm. and vision. That mm-hmm. you have, definitely. Otherwise, you're just going to be stagnant. No, Yo, definitely. Just, just to interject here. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for um, my set of day ones that I had, yeah, I don't think I would have made it to uni. You know, mm. obviously, the I first first year, mm. like I got three years one D. They come to my yard, bro. I was banging Xbox, bro. I'll never forget this day. And they're like, fam, how are you getting free use, bro? You're a retard. Are you stupid? Mm. I was like, hey, bro, like, you, allow me, man. Yeah, and then, like, bro, I went, I went sick with the work rate, fam. Mm. Like, just. I'm saying just go all out, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now nah, the company you keep is 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 very very, very, very key, key still. For sure. Very key for sure. I, I want to tap into capital moments because yes. I feel like what you're doing is amazing. Because even like growing up, like I think I've said on this podcast enough time, I wanted to be an investment banker because of you. <laughs> very. Mm. I used to ask. I remember guys, the conversations yeah, we had every as well. time just because like you see someone who's like a proper role model and yeah, you want to yeah. get into it. And I feel like stuff like that is so key. And I know there's a lot of work that has gone on to help. So many young mm. black people, or even just ethnic minorities as mm. well. So yeah. we'd love to tap into that. Like, what was the inspiration behind it, and also what is it as well? Yeah, sure. So I'll kind of say I'll, I'll start with um, the latter. So Capital Moments is essentially a social enterprise. Um, so we were set up about five years ago now. Um, myself and 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 five other founders. Um, Basically, what we do is we help students, graduates, and young professionals um, attain commercial awareness, um, and we do that for a number of ways. So we Wait, before before you get into yeah. what what is commercial, commercial awareness? A lot of people don't actually know. What yeah, it is. sure. Um, commercial awareness is is essentially having an understanding of what's going on around you. Mm. Is the easiest way to explain it. So, you know, 
every new story can impact us in one way or another, mm-hmm. right? And it's about having that ability to think outside the box as to how it can impact you mm. from a political perspective, from a personal finance perspective, just from a general economic perspective as well, um, and in any other way that it can potentially um, impact you as well. Um, so we cover uh, personal finance, we cover entrepreneurship, uh, we cover economics, we cover politics, we cover lifestyle and sport mm-hmm. as well. Um, and we do that for a number of ways. So we have um, a website, capital-moments.com. I'll get that in now before I forget. <laughs> um, we've got a web, uh, we've got Instagram and Twitter, just Capital Moments. Um, and we're also on LinkedIn as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we basically, you know, push out new stories, um, run different polls, um, and, you know, kind of keep that social media interaction on there. Mm-hmm. Then we have, a, um, on, the, on the website, we have blogs. So they're written by students for other students. No, so it could be on 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 you know Brexit. Well, at the time it was Brexit. Mm. We were speaking about um, you know it could be on you know things that you'd invest in, like just topics that kind of get conversations going. Yeah. Um, and then we also have kind of our events um, strand as well. So we've run a number of events, collaborating with um, a number of fantastic companies in the past. So mm. we've worked with Barclays. Um, we've worked with TFL. You we've worked KPMG with KPMG as well. Yes, we worked with KPMG. Um, we worked with KPMG. Mm. We've also worked with uh, JP. So we we had a couple of speakers from JP come to one of our events. We've worked with Funding Circle. Um, so we've worked with a few companies, um, mm. and we're obviously tr- you know trying to continue growing that. But some of the topics that we talk about, how to get onto the property ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, We've also looked at, you know, how to invest um, or how to invest in in companies from a, you know, funding circle perspective. Mm-hmm. So investing. Um, then we've also looked at how to kind of balance a side hustle mm-hmm. with a day with a day to day nine to five job. Um, these are some of the, you know, we've done you know other kind of topics as well, but you know these are the ones that come you know to memory straight away, mm-hmm. and they've all been well received, all been sold out, um, and not just sold out, but with great, fantastic feedback off the back of them as well. Mm. Um, yeah, so we set that out five years ago. Um, and I think, where did the motivation come from? So at the time, we were all kind of, the, the founders were all kind of doing their own sort of blogs. So I had my own one, um, which was quite markets focused at the time. Um, and I personally did it because I wanted to become more commercially aware, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, yeah, to teach just improve learning. myself. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, then Lex had his own, um, Chids, um, Tom and Demi. Um, they all kind of were doing their own thing, um, you know, uh, at the time. And we were all kind of friends in mm-hmm. connected in one way or another. So we sat down and we were just like, look guys, why don't we, you know, put our collective efforts together yeah, for sure. um, and let's, let's build a platform. Um, let's not just build a platform for ourselves. Let's build a platform for our community. Mm-hmm. Um, let's give them that ability to obtain the commercial awareness, the, the commercial awareness that a lot of their um, other counterparts from other um, backgrounds have mm-hmm. because either their dad works in the bank or their mom is a director at you know this company mm-hmm. or their uncle or auntie works in a hedge fund. They're getting that first-hand experience. And if you don't have those, you know, direct role models, let's be indirect role models mm-hmm. to the next generation. Yeah, for sure. Um, and 
and yeah, we we, we that's that's kind of what we do. So you know, the reason why we do it is not for the money. Mm-hmm. Everything we've made, we've reinvested back into that company. Yeah, for mm. sure. For like 100% yeah. we've reinvested back into that company. We even wrote a book on how to, um, this was myself and Lex, we wrote a book, how to secure um, a full-time offer off the back of an internship, mm-hmm. how to get an internship as well. Um, and that was just for the sole purpose that people are coming to us yeah, asking mm. for advice. No, definitely. It's like, what, three pounds? Like, it's, it's not much, mm-hmm. but, you know, the fact that pe- people invested in it and were able to then get full-time offers yeah, off the back of what mm-hmm. they've read, mm-hmm. that's where the benefit is. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, I love that because that just goes back to exactly what um, we were speaking about in terms of p- no permission, you yeah. don't need permission. Like you said, if someone wants to become commercial, commercially aware, there's mm. now resources and you offer a whole platform where people can learn it. It's just that whole initiative, like understanding that no one's going to hand it to you. Yep. Mm. You just have to do that research. And when you do that research, you'll come across platforms like yours that has Facts. that A to B guide for, for most topics. Facts. And even being able to reach out to you as well in the sense of, hey, can can I have advice regarding this? And mm. even just sending them a link in terms of read this blog. And yep. I feel like that's what a lot of people like that are successful do they have that initiative or of just just simply searching it like you said that constant learning that being able to push yourself out there and to find that knowledge Thanks. and execute that knowledge as well so i really love the whole notion about capital moments as well and the Thank work you. the work is doing as well because it's Thank much you. it's so necessary because like you said a lot of people may or the more privileged might have people they can get that kind of knowledge from mm. but being able to grow your mind from a young age mm. to now understanding how the world works mm. Understanding how to make money, like, like I said it the other day. Once I learned how to make one pound on the internet, everything mm. changed, mm. right? And mm. once again, that's permissionless. Mm. I don't need to ask. Like, you learn how money works, and mm. then you just start making. And I yeah. feel like just being able to use that knowledge and execute and apply it is is a game changer. Mm-hmm. And having people like you put platforms like that is what leads to that change yeah, as definitely. well. Yeah, the one thing my mum always reiterates to me is that knowledge is power. Once you have it, it can't be taken away. You can monetize it and do whatever you want with it. But once it's in your head, it can't be extracted back out. And it's a lot more accessible now as well. Yeah, word. If we look at like, even if we look at like, you know, the the retail trader frenzy that we're seeing right now, like, all you need to do is go on Reddit. Yeah. You go Mm -hmm. and see what people are buying. Literally. You go and see why they're buying it. Like, it's so accessible Mm -hmm. now. It's crazy. Mm -hmm, Like, I never thought we would see a time like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, even, like, crypto. Yeah. Crypto as well. Like, if you really understand it, you know, there's opportunities there. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many more opportunities yeah. now, um, you know, to to make money, mm-hmm. like you say. Yeah. But then just to even understand, you know, how to invest as well. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. just go on YouTube. Yeah. I think a lot, of, yeah, a lot of people, they, they overcomplicate because, you know, they just hear, they hear terms and phrases that they aren't familiar with and it's like, oh, no, 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 no! I'm, so, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. But yeah. it's it's not that hard. Like, yeah. like, bro, I learned about crypto in like, a couple of days. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying just from using YouTube yeah. and just reading online. Yeah. Definitely. Do you know what I'm saying definitely. Nah, no, for sure. Like YouTube, it's crazy. Yeah. Like you can ter- you can search in anything, and someone has made Literally. content for that for sure. Yeah. yeah. But even other than all of that, on top of that, you're now an author as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah congrats for that, Thank man. But so we'd much, love to, to know the the journey about that. And also, like, once again, back to that, you don't need to be a certain age to understand financial literacy. 100%. Like, so, yeah, we'd love to hear some more about that as well. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I released my first book. Um, it's 
called Tyra Sweet Shop. Um, it's it's. Yeah. We'll link it down yeah. below, by the way. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Tara's Sweet Shop. Um, essentially, it's a financial literacy storybook. Um, I got the inspiration from my daughter. Um, you know, she's she, she just turned one um, mm. last Monday. Um, and I was like, what can I do to kind of help her development as she gets older? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can get the, the general fiction storybook. She can get the, you know, non-fiction books. But I was like... How can I develop a book? Because I always wanted to write one like, by myself. Um, how can I write a book that has a, a meaning beyond morals, mm-hmm. essentially? Uh, morals is very important, by the way. Mm-hmm, but what can I do which kind of differentiates me from the other authors that are out there? And I was like, I was struggling. Like, genuinely, I was like, where do I find financial literacy storybooks mm-hmm. that aren't books that are just teaching me the theory but teach me practically the basics mm-hmm. yeah basics exactly um and I, was like, I literally genuinely couldn't find and i was like okay so why don't i do it mm-hmm. and it comes back to that point where you're like you don't need to know the full process mm. to start mm-hmm. like the first bit the first bit you need to know before you write a book is you need to write the content right so you start writing the content so started on that um, and then it evolved into understanding the self-publishing mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. So getting an illustrator, designer, getting the book design, getting the book printed, yeah. doing the marketing, et cetera, et cetera, all of that stuff. But that came, Later, that yeah. was a learning curve and mm-hmm. that was a learning journey. But mm-hmm. I could have waited another six months <laughs> and mm-hmm. be still be in the same position, mm-hmm. right? It's about taking action. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, so I guess the quick synopsis of the book is... Tara has an old bike. She goes to her mom, shout out her mom, shout out Keji. Um, and she wants to buy um, a new bike. She goes to her mom, her mom says no. And then she has two friends. Um, so they devise a way to basically turn her old bike into um, a mobile sweet shop and basically make money mm-hmm. from you know buying in 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 bulk and and and, and then selling, you know the sweets mm-hmm. to make profit. So they kind of go through that journey throughout the book. Um, so it starts with them breaking even or making a loss, breaking even, doing some chores to, to get the money to, to start the business mm-hmm. up, um, writing a business plan. So it goes through the whole process. Um, well, in the correct order, of, of course. But um, and then at the back, we've got like a mini business plan and then some activities for the kids to do. Yeah, and I kid you not, like, that's one of my proudest achievements. No, for mm. sure. Like, it's a, it's a great book. No, yeah. I got it for my niece and nephew as yeah. well, and they they love it as Did well. So, yeah, it's, it's very much, and like you said, just teaching them from young, understanding the basics. You yeah. don't need to be 20 then start thinking how does business work. You so, don't. You don't. So, you so don't. I love that a lot, man. Yeah. But in, in summary of everything you've achieved right now, what would you say are the two, like, most key factors like what would you kind of attribute it to like mm-hmm. what are your like main values in terms of that's made you who you are right I now I think I think the number one without a shadow of a doubt it's not like my power mm-hmm. it's God like mm-hmm. I'm I believe solely believe that I'm very very blessed mm-hmm. to be where I am mm-hmm. um, and I have a platform or I have multiple platforms to make an impact mm-hmm. and God has given me um those platforms to be able to make that impact. I think that's 100% 100% what 
hundred percent the the one number one by a mile by 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 no sense of the imagination. That's hundred percent number mm-hmm. one. Um, but then I say also what other things have helped is my family. You know, um, I always come back to it. Like I think, and I'm not just talking my mom, dad, sisters. Um, and I'm talking about my fat, like everyone, like mm. each, and and I class friends as family as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. like everyone, because I'm one of those people is I don't want to disappoint people, mm-hmm. um, and it comes back to putting pressure on yourself. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I I, I don't want to be in a position where I'm like, gosh, like oh man, I wish I did this, mm-hmm. I wish I did that. So I'm always constantly thinking about the bigger picture, mm-hmm. um, self discipline. As well, um, see, you have to enjoy yourself, yeah, but you yeah, have yeah. to be disciplined at the mm-hmm. same time. You have to have that goal. You have to have that plan. Like, what does five years look for you? Yeah, it could change mm-hmm. massively. It could change massively, but if you have a goal mm-hmm. in place and you have a target, I think that's definitely what helps. Yeah, um, you know what you're working to. Yeah, there's a combination of factors, but I think yeah, like I say, the most important one. Is 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 God because without Him I won't even be here. No, mm. for sure. You know, um, no, for so sure. so yeah, man. That's that's that's, that's definitely what I would attribute it to. So no, definitely, definitely, man. And yeah, so just like last question, what is the most practical advice you'll give to a young person right now looking to be in your position in a couple of years' time? Hustle smart. For sure. <laughs> what does hustle smart mean to yeah. you? Though? Yeah. No, what does hustle smart mean to me? I think knowing how to play the game you're trying to yeah. get into. Facts. Mm, you know, true. because, because you know, everyone can give you their stare or they can tell you X, Y, Z, or you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Do what you feel is best mm-hmm. and learn from the mistakes mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. you go along. Because mm-hmm. if you just copy someone else's blueprint, you're just going to get to where they definitely, get to. Definitely. I don't want anyone to just be like me. I mm. want them to want to go past what I've done. Yeah. Achieve more. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm one of those people that I don't mind putting people on. Like, mm. people can't come and tell you that I don't help them. Like, mm. I, have, I have mentees. Mm. I have mentees. And I go above and beyond for my mentees. Like, I help them with interviews. Help them get interviews. Message the people that they've had interviews with to put in a good word for them. Like, mm. Like, I don't have to do that. Mm. Like, these are, you know, some of the, like, they're, they're accessible. I'm accessible to them at any time, mm-hmm. you know? So, I think, you know, because I know how people have been mm-hmm. um, yeah. accessible to, to, to me journey. and ha- yeah. helped me in my journey. Um, so, it's just about repaying, repaying that faith. But I, think, yeah. but I think, you know, the key advice that I would give um, is st- staying true to yourself mm. as well. Um, that's a very, very key one. Like, you need to, you need to be, you need to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to know how to play the game well. Yeah. Um, but you need to be determined, yeah, you know, definitely. and 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 be ready to accept defeat and accept failure. Mm-hmm. But bouncing back from it is yeah. is, is 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 the key part mm-hmm. because you know there's no career, there's no perfect journey, there's no perfect career. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be twists and turns yeah, or for sure. different roads you have to take or disappointments that you're gonna you know see along the way. Mm-hmm. Even securing a job, even securing that job, the first job, Mm. I know how hard it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I see it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I have people that message me all the time. Yo, can you get me an internship? Can you get me a work placement? I'll work for free. And my heart 
is bleeding for them mm. because I know these are people that are hungry yeah. mm. and there's a lot of people, um, you know, that I guess through no fault of their own have, you know, been gifted yeah. opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, they're no better than them, but it's just the way that the world yeah, is right definitely. now. And, and I think having that drive, having that determination to not give up, continue going, but mm-hmm. staying true to yourself throughout mm. that journey. Yeah, for sure. You will definitely, you will definitely get where to get where yeah. you want to get to. Definitely. And I think when when you have that, it's infectious as well. Like if 100%. you're if you're sitting in front of an interviewer, they'll pick up on that. Do you know what I mean? So like proactivity yeah, speaks volumes. Yeah. For sure. For proactivity sure. speaks volumes. For man. sure. We we end on a word or phrase of the week. So mm. what would you like that to be? Proactivity speaks volumes, or would you like another one? Wow. Yeah, yeah, you, you, caught, me, yeah, you yeah. caught me off guard. Do you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a phrase that my, my dad used to say to me when, when we were growing up. And it's resonated with me um throughout my kind of my life to date. Um and it's something that I'm definitely gonna be saying to Tyra as she grows up as well, mm. and, and any future siblings that she has. It's those who read will lead. Mm. You know, mm. those who read will lead. Um it's very simple. It's very easy to understand, but it's powerful. For mm-hmm. sure. You know, you can go and look at the the top leaders um, across any industry. Those guys need to be knowledgeable. Yeah, for sure. Constant learning. Constant sure. learning. Facts. Constant learning. So you want to see yourself as number two and you want to be number one. Mm. How do I get there? And it's by, you know, just trying to assimilate as much information as possible. Mm, definitely, definitely. Trying to be, trying to be that proactive bunny that just hops from A to B to mm-hmm. C. But mm. it's constantly learning. Yeah, you know, sure. there's no point in doing that without adding value to yourself. Yeah, for mm. sure. So, yeah, those who read will lead, man. There you have it, guys. Those who read will lead. That's it. Thank you so much, man, for coming Thank on the podcast, Thank you boys for having man. me, So man. much Pleasure. game. Really, really appreciate you being here and just yeah, letting, letting all the audience really understand your yeah, journey and how you they can also follow yeah, your man. path as well, man. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment. Yes, Check out Capital Moments. Check out Tyra Sweet Shop. We'll put all the links below. And yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, focus on things that move the needle. Wow. <laughs>